Live now, McDanner Podcast. How's it going, everybody? You're listening to the McDanner Podcast with your host, Danny Garcia. Damn it, it's Friday, December the 8th. It's going to be a good fucking day. That's what I'm telling you. You're hearing us now, or you're hearing me on Mixler. And you can check me out later on SoundCloud through Comedy School Radio's network. Uh, fucking A, man. It's going to be a good night. Uh, if you're not doing anything, I'll be performing at Tempe Center for the Arts. Uh, starting at 7 o'clock, I believe, tonight. Get your damn tickets. Go to Tempe Center for the Arts. Just get your goddamn tickets. Just, just fucking do it, man. Fucking do it. Damn, I'm feeling good. It's been a damn good day. You know what I've been doing? I've just been checking up on wrestling promos. It's been fucking awesome. It's, you know, checking up with the classics like Dusty Rhodes and, uh, you know, Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, Dusty, Dusty Rhodes, Dusty. I, I got to work on my Dusty Rhodes impression. I'm going to get it better, though. You just watch. Maybe I could do a little bit of Alex Jones. Uh, did you know that uh, there's a chemical being poured in the water that's making the shrimp gay and uh, your, your children consume it? <laughs> I like that guy. I don't, I don't care. Uh, I don't... I know people freak out when they hear this stuff. I just find them entertaining, all right? Can I just watch something? People think you're the devil if you're listening to that guy. It's, what, what if you're just enjoying it for what it is? I'm not starting any revolutions or anything. Uh, let's see. Sorry for the pauses, guys. I'm just um, uh, trying to Facebook Live some shit. Let's see. Going live. What the hell is this? I don't want to add emojis to my live video. Just start the fucking video. How do you start a goddamn video on this? Oh my god. Sorry guys, I got a... I have a Google Pixel. This phone is way out of my league. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Live, motherfucker. You know, I really should focus on my damn uh, podcast instead of fucking uh, instead of trying to make a live video on Facebook. But what the hell? It's just practice. This practice. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to practice. Oh, man. But yeah, it's been a good day. It's been a really good day, man. I, I woke up. I had my breakfast. And a good breakfast, too. It was a healthy breakfast. Three eggs, man. Fucking spinach, man. Toast, avocado, spreadable cheese, salt and pepper, a couple of cherry tomatoes. Bam. Healthy as fuck. I'm going to have a six-pack by Tuesday. You just watch. It's going to happen, man. The belly's going to go down. I'm going to lift some weights. I'm going to start looking good. I'm going to start looking like I did when I was in my early 20s. Back when the metabolism was good, you know, and you remember those days you'd like you could just eat burritos and chips and all you had to do was get on the floor, do about, I don't know, four sit ups and you'd have a 12 pack for two weeks. It was great. Those days were great, man. Just metabolism. You didn't give a fuck. You'd come home, you're fucking drunk, you'd wake up, you're hungover, and it didn't matter. You, you just got up with all the energy in the world. It's like someone injected you with 40 Red Bulls. You didn't care. You were just hungover, and you, and you worked through it. You could do jumping jacks after a hangover. Nowadays, I can't have a hangover. I, gotta, I need like three days of recovery. It's terrible. 
My body's getting tired. I'm not old. I'm just getting tired of things. And hangovers are one of them. Mmm. Coffee. And now I'm addicted to this stuff, coffee. I just, I drink it all day, every day, man. It doesn't do much for me. It's, uh, it doesn't really wake me up that much anymore. It's, it's, it's weird. I could drink it at night and still go to sleep. I, I, I just, um, I don't, I don't think it's having the same effect on my body anymore. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why. It's just, it's like a drug. You get used to it. You know, that, that first bump of Coke is fine, and, but then you just need more and more to get that feeling. Same thing with meth or heroin or any of that crap. But it's a legalized drug, and I will continue to use it. Coffee. I love it, man. Um, you, I think I read somewhere, they say uh, a lot of addiction has to do with uh, just a habit. Uh, like uh, the ritual. Like, uh, you know, if you're doing heroin, like heating up the needle, things like that. Cigarettes, it's just placing something in your mouth. Like the, the motion of grabbing something, putting it in your mouth, and then putting it back down. Putting it. So, like... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the same thing with coffee. It's just like when I'm in, when I wake up in the morning, I have this this need. Uh, I don't know if it's a ritual, but it's just this thing where I, I gotta have a, a mug with warm liquid in it just to drink. Or anytime I go to a restaurant, if it's a breakfast restaurant, I have to have a coffee. Or or if I'm, uh, I I don't know. I just I, I just need. I feel comfortable. When I'm holding a mug that has coffee in it, like it's it's weird. Like, if I'm in any situation where I'm standing, like I, I just need something in my hand to hold and drink. I just feel more comfortable that way. It's maybe because I don't know what to do with my hands. Like it's this awkward thing. Like, well, do I put them in my pockets and shit? And even even the way you stand, that's become like you know how trends change throughout time. Like, oh, really? Acid wash jeans? You're wearing those like that? Like, like the styles change so, so, so does like your posture. If I don't know if this is making, if it's making sense. It's, like there was a time you could just walk around with your hands in your pockets. And now like I, I when people do that, I, I've been around others that look at that guy and say he's weird. Who walks with their hands in their pockets? Or you know that guy that has his hands in his pockets, but he keeps the thumbs outside. Like that's seen as a weird I always thought that walk was cool. There's music videos in the 90s where the lead singer is just like walking down the street with his hands in his pockets, two thumbs out. It's a cold day. He has a, he has a, a black pea coat on and he's just staring at the floor. Coolest guy in the world. Try that today. You're an asshole. That's not right. I wish certain trends would stick. And that's, pro- that, that's, the, that's probably one of the hardest things to, to come up with, just to create something that will be timeless. Like the guy that came up with the Chuck Taylor for Converse, timeless those shoes are never fucking going out of style they, they were in back in the day when rocky was using them to jog up the steps over in philadelphia until this day they're being used by by pretty much everybody and they rarely change the design i mean they have some offshoots where they you know they added a, a, a little padding here or, or some glitter there but overall the shoe design has pretty much stayed the same and it, it's a timeless look i can never see that shoe going out of style Give it another hundred years, who knows? But I, I just see it. I, I just see it never going out. I, I don't know how you can make a more comfortable shoe than the Converse. They're just lightweight. They're they're easy to walk in. Now they're not comfortable if you go for a jog or if you're gonna 
be walking for two hours. You're a fucking idiot. If you work at a warehouse, get some get some work boots. But, you know, if you're just going to go out, grab some coffee or go to Danny's with a friend, the perfect shoe. They're just comfortable. They don't bother me. They don't. I don't think they bother anybody. That shoe's going to be around for a while. And if you know, uh, if... If if you look if you looked at uh, just well look at uh, look at clothes nowadays and, and where clothes has been going for the last few decades, we are going more towards comfort. As the years go by, a little less clothes, tanny shoes like shoes back back then uh, like tanny shoes were kind of dorky, like in the 80s, people would wear them but they they still look weird. They wear the, like those mom jeans with the white shoes. It was it was it was kind of a dorky look. But now, like, you got the Jordan shoes. They're shoes. They're basically tennis shoes. They're Jordans, but they're big. They're white. And people are wearing them with jeans and now to look because it's comfortable. I mean, it looks good, but it's comfortable. It's just funny how that guy got so much flack. Like, you know, Jerry, like, um, you ever see the early episodes of Seinfeld where Jerry Seinfeld, he had that look. The mom jeans and the, and the, and the, and the fucking shoes, the tennis shoes. He looked like a dweeb, and I'm sure he got a bunch of shit for it, but the reason the guy wore that because it was comfortable. And now that, you know, as a society, we're becoming more progressive and accepting that, I think we're also accepting that look, too, and we're going more towards comfort. We're, we're basically trying to, we're trying to stay fashionable, but we're still at a place where we, we want to reach the ultimate level of, fuck it, this is just what I'm going to wear, and, and that's that. You're not going to give me shit for it. Dude, we made sweatpants fashionable now. There's uh, there's a whole section in Target and even uh, rappers on stage and shit wear sweatpants, the style of sweatpants like they they kind of make them uh, they're like really baggy up top but they kind of taper at the bottom. Some of these girls are wearing them, uh, but they but they look fashionable and and somehow we made sweatpants a fashionable thing. They're it's no long they're no longer this thing that you just wear because you got to buy chicken in Walmart at twelve in the morning. It, this these are now. This is now a fashion statement. Fucking sweats. I think loungewear, like uh, sleepwear, uh, like, I don't know, like pajama pants you wear to sleep or pajama tops, I'm pretty sure those are going to be in style. They're, they're going to be some, some, somebody's going to come up with an idea to make it fashionable. And then people are going to be wearing it on the street. We, we have strayed away from the early 1900s where, you know, every guy was in a dapper suit, debonair looking motherfucker. They look really nice, but I just... What the fuck were they thinking back then? You're wearing wool on wool. And especially in those days, there, there was people living here in Arizona when it got 115 fucking degrees. What the hell are you doing wearing a wool suit? And then their idea to cool off, like, oh, it's getting hot out here, they would just take off the overcoat. They would still have the long sleeve shirt, the vest, the wool vest, the wool pants, and their dress shoes. But their idea back then of cooling off was taking off the, taking off the overcoat. That's all. That, yeah, that's, that's going to cool me off a few degrees. How did people not die in the desert back then? Or like, uh, you know, those people that came down, you know, the, the whole Oregon Trail thing? They were wearing wool and, and shit made from animals and crap. Like, they, they were wearing your Sunday's best, and that was their everyday normal. No wonder pe- I wouldn't imagine people would die in the trail. That's like heat exhaustion and all kinds of other crap. Couldn't ride around naked because somebody somebody brought shame. Somebody brought shame and they were told they can't get naked and now they have overheated in the sun because someone told them if you get naked it's blasphemous and you'll go to hell for it. So instead they died. Hopefully God made a space for them. 
up there on the cloud. But if you didn't, it's your fault. Should have got naked. Mm. I don't hate on that look though. I'm not, I'm not hating on people from the early 1900s. I don't want to offend anybody that's still alive from that era. Uh, it'd be few and far between, but I'm sure they're out there. I just, um, that, that was a good look though. I, I will say, uh, men did look more gentleman-like back then. They just look, um, they just, I don't know, maybe it's an illusion, but I, I just think the suit made them look like they had their shit together. And usually they did. I mean, they weren't all, I'm, I'm sure you had some couple me mental patients back then, but everybody at least, you know, they stuck to responsibilities. Like you get up, you feed the cow, you buy your house, you make sure the kids are fed, you go to work, the fucking wife, you know, she does her thing. Like it just seemed like there was a structure. Uh, there was some... Uh, I don't know, they just, they had a plan and this was their plan and it worked and then they raised their family and, and then that, their, the kids they raised, they went on and created other families and whatnot. And then the 60s came and they fucked it all up. <laughs> hey man, free love, free spirit, man, just fuck it. You're like, you know, like, what, you're gonna, you're gonna work for the, you're gonna work for a corporation, man, you just gotta be free and shit. And now you see this fucking baby boomer working at a warehouse talking about oh, the government and the social security don't pay shit. Oh, dick, you didn't stay in school. Or I, what the fuck? You had a job back then. But no, you decided to go smoke pot with some hippies because, man, we're trying to make a difference in the world. And look at you now. You're 75 and you, and you got a, a fucking uh, a Colonel Sanders mustache and shit. And, you, and then you got a tie dye shirt because you yeah, grew up in the hippie era because you're still trying to relate to these kids. Which, by the way, I call bullshit on some of those guys. I see baby boomers. I see some of those old baby boomer guys, and they're walking around with tie-dye shirts. And I know for a fact that they didn't become hippies till like 20 years after when, you know, some, uh, 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 I don't know, CNN or National Geographic came out with a special on the 60s and how groovy the time was. And they're like, hey, I was around in that era. Now I'm a hippie. It's like, no, you weren't actually, they weren't actually in the Woodstock and all that bullshit. They're a bunch of liars. They're trying to they're trying to claim something they're not. It's like uh it's like that guy that has a cousin and his cousin's friend is a blood or a crip and then they try to pretend they're bad by association. It's like, "Yeah, I know I'm like two people removed from a crip. You're you're not you're not a real gangster. You're you're not a real you're just not a real thug, and that guy's not a real hippie. That's what I'm saying. And there's a reason you work at the warehouse, warehouse because, you know, instead of putting on the suit, you took it off, you grew up your hair, and said, hey, man, look at these shorts, cargo pants, man. They're going to be in style forever. Look, I could put all my stuff. I could put my, my little pipe in here, my fucking marijuana. And look, man, I got a back pocket for a sandwich, so I'll never go hungry, man. And now you're at a warehouse with those same fucking shorts. Should have rethought life, dude. Hmm. It's fun. I like how my brain just goes everywhere. I'm learning to embrace it. I used to hate it, but now it's like, dude, you can't make a, you, you I, I can't form a, a structured sentence or, or just have a, just, just a, or even a coherent sentence or just any kind of cohesive thought where, you know, one thought matches with the other. They, they don't connect in any way. I, I really, um, 
reach out into space to try to find a proper analogy to explain whatever dumb point I'm trying to make and it just falls on his ass. You know, we could be talking about politics and the healthcare plan and, you know, if I'm trying to make my point, I go, look, man, it's like, um, all right, here's an example. Here's an analogy that might help. Like, uh, all right, the planet of Nibiru is, uh, see, the, 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 it was the Sumerians. People think the Sumatrans, they confuse it a lot, but it's the Sumerians and uh, they believed that there was a third, uh, actually like a tenth planet out there and it revolved around the, the world, but in the opposite fashion. And, and um, you could even see it in the scriptures, man. They draw, they draw the planets. There's nine of them. And then they add a tenth one. What's that about? And uh, yeah, the rambling just goes on. I never actually get to the point of healthcare. And then I realize I've gone so far off that fuck it. Now I'm going to talk about the Sumerians. Mesopotamia and all that bullshit. Early civilization. I think it was a Sumerian. See, even that—that's another problem. I just talk, but I don't get the terms right. I'm pretty sure it was the Sumerians. They—they were considered the first, one of the first civilizations to, you know, come together. Like, start—I don't know if they started agriculture, but they were like the first to, I, I guess, create a civilization. Um, that, that's the thing. We can't pinpoint the exact. Uh, moment when something like that was started like agriculture like who was the first asshole to, to, to plant a seed of corn and then grow it you know like who's the, who's the first guy like who, who's the first guy that figured out popcorn like who took this thing and just what if it was like the what if it was accidental what if, what if it was some kid like you know they harvested a bunch of corn and you know some little douchey kid wearing the line cloth you know he was he was just that Dennis a menace of like 300 BC or whatever. Like he, he just grabbed a handful of, of kernels that found the floor and just threw it in the fire because he would, you know, in the future he would have been that kid lighting the cherry bombs in the toilet. Like, what, what if he just threw the kernels in there and then they started popping and now he created this, this snack that people tend to enjoy at movies? I don't know. I mean, I could look up the history right now, but I won't. I'm assuming that's what happened. It was just some cave kid. And uh, when people learn how to plant food, like he threw some kernels in the fire, and then that's that's how we got popcorn. And this fucking idiot, because uh, marketing hasn't been invented yet, hadn't been invented yet. This stupid ass couldn't uh, make money off of that thing. What a dummy! He had a billion dollar billion dollar idea, and he and he just couldn't capitalize on it. You think with the right marketing, you know, you you get a you get a team, a, a, a marketing team where they they know how to draw the best. Uh, I don't know, the best paintings on the cave walls or something. And, and then maybe, you know, they market the park popcorn. They name it something like, oh, messed it on popcorn or some bullshit. <clears throat> and, and uh, you, you know, just, just sell it out there. And, and at that time, I, I don't know what they used for currency. I'm sure, I'm sure it was like something rare. Like if they were inland, like a seashell was worth a lot because they weren't anywhere near a body of water. So like seashells were... I don't know. Thank, I'll just say this. Thank God for, uh, uh, what's that called? Austrian economics, you know? Austrian economics, man. Like that, the, the, the fact that we have paper money, uh, you know, people bitch about that. Like, oh, the root of all evil, the dollar. But, you know, it gave us what we had today. Because um, back then, back then currency was just you would trade something to someone and you, you'd make a trade. Like, hey. I got shoes, you got socks, let's trade one of them so we both have shoes and socks. But if 
if you had a hat, you were completely fucked in that situation because nobody needed a hat. So now with, with money, it's just like the end-all, be-all of like, it could get you a hat, it could get you shoes. Because back then, well, back in those days, you could trick people. You know, people were pretty stupid. You could offer them a seashell for like all of their cows and they took it because they, they you ever seen the inside of a like, a, like an oyster shell? Like it's really shiny. If, like when you're a kid, you think, man, this is probably worth money because it's shiny like a diamond. But no, it ain't worth a dick. You could, but you, but you could have used that and 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 traded it for a livestock back in those days because some people were stupid. And now this idiot's walking around with an oyster shell. Meanwhile, you have meat for years. So uh, in a way, I guess money was invented to protect the stupid guy. Or at least that's what I like to think. You know, I don't I don't have any evidence behind this. I haven't done my research, but that's what I'm assuming. I, I want to go from a, uh, I want to come from a more positive perspective. Like that's the reason. That that's that's the that's the reason we invented money to keep stupid people from trading their house for like a couple buckets of corn. Because people are stupid. I mean, I still believe in self responsibility, but um, I don't know. I think somebody just threw, tossed a bone out there, and you know. Trying to help stupid people. That's why we have money. Yup, yup, yup. God damn. It's almost 30 minutes already. It's good to ramble. Let it out. You know what's great about this? Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. I can say what I want. I can say something bad. I can say like Nazis are cool or, you know, that Rodney King had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could just say a bunch of fucked up shit. Nobody's listening. Who knows? If I ever get famous, I'm sure something, somebody's going to find this and bring it out and try to, like, blackmail me later. He said Rodney King have it, had it coming, and uh, he's big on Nazis. I think I'm, uh, well, speaking of Nazis, I think I'm going to start a, not, a Nazi page, a Nazi group on uh, on Facebook. The only reason I'm doing it, I don't like Nazis. I don't care for them. But the only reason I'm doing it is because... All these other people create groups and then they invite you into the group and it pisses me off that it's non-consensual. I just woke up one morning and it and and my Facebook told me gave me a notification that a certain somebody added me to a group. Now I'm part of this group. Now I'm getting all their messages, all their fucking ideas and opinions. There's just fights on there and people are yelling at each other and and stupid memes that are just obnoxious. It pisses me off. I, like I didn't ask to be a part of this group. I should get some consent. So now what I'm going to do, I'm going to create a Nazi I'm going to create a Nazi page on Facebook. I'm going to create a Nazi page and I'm just going to add everybody and see how they like it. Hey, I don't want to be part of your Nazi group. Well, I don't want to be part of your stupid little silly group either, all right? I don't care that you like to knit. Anyways, that's my show. This is uh, Danny Garcia. That's my name, folks. The McDaniel Podcast. Uh, Tempe Center for the Arts tonight. What the hell? Come out. ComedySchoolRadioNetwork.com Check out our shit. Go to SoundCloud Mixer. Look up the McDaniel Podcast. Comedy School Radio is on there too. Find us. That's all I got. I'll see you later.